Hey, welcome to Late Night with Larry. I'm here with my co-host Vince. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey everybody, welcome back. Glad to be here and we're glad you're here with us. That's right. And tonight we got a special guest on with us and he's going to tell us uh, some of his stories. And uh, I read some of his stories on Facebook and I was, I was intrigued. I was like, these are some damn good stories. So I just wanted him to bring him on the show. And I want him to tell us either the story that I read on Facebook or if he has another one. But we're going to bring him on in a bit. But as we usually do before the show, we uh, give our shout out. We try to anyway. Yeah. Somebody's having technical difficulties. Uh, <laughs> See, where, where there's a will, there's a way. He's like a chipmunk getting in that nut. <laughs> That's right. Well, damn, this this tight. Okay, here we go. Well, we're going to do this toast to our special guest, Corey. Here we go. Ah, good stuff. All right. Right. You want to give him the email right away before we forget? That's right. So before we get started, we want you to subscribe to us. And you can do that by hitting the subscribe button. And if you want to contact us, you can do it by emailing us at late night with Larry 55 at gmail.com. Very good. That's right. So we're going to get it started, and we want to introduce our special guest, Corey. Corey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. All right, Corey. So like I was telling our audience, you had written a story that I read, and man, I, I thought it was really good. It caught my attention. And you had emailed me and said you'd be willing to come on the show and share a story, or, you know, and I was like, I was psyched. I was like, that's cool. Let's do this. Yeah, definitely. All right. So what do you want to share with us tonight? The floor is yours. Well, well, um, well, one thing I, you know, I'm from Winter Rock area, uh, right. by living in the Phoenix metro area. Um, I, well, I can finally talk about that story that I told you. And I think what I told you about was where my mom was on horseback, right? Right. Uh, yeah, no, the one was where the one I read was where she, uh, painted her face to and you said it oh was. okay yes okay yeah okay so um my mom grew up um out there in the boonies um in the woods near between st michael's arizona and ganado um in a place called summit um maybe have you guys heard that term used mm-hmm. yeah yes okay yeah, perfect. yeah so she lived up that way um they only live um in a one Cat, you know, one room cabin, and they will always be left alone from time to time, particularly at night. And so, this one particular night, they were having it was just herself and then maybe a few of her brothers and sisters, and their ages range from to the baby and to her oldest brother, which was, I think, I said 15, 17 or 18. Um, and it was a stormy night that particular night. Uh, winter's blowing, you know, very cliche, but. Um, her younger young sister was beginning to cry and her older brother was getting mad about that. So he told them, Hey, let's, um, you know, feed her. So she got up to go feed them. Um, and as she was noticing early in the day, they were playing baseball and they happened to break the window. So, you know, the curtains were flying up and down. And as she was turning on the, um, the gas, that gas stove turned to hurry up some wild milk. They, um, turned around and she saw a face. Um, what, one thing she noticed is that it, it's face was painted in like a clay or mud, but it was white. And she couldn't tell whether it was a man or a woman, but it had long, crazy looking hair, very strange. And 
she noticed that at least from the chest down it was naked um and there was um it was wearing jewelry turquoise jewelry and uh, she screamed and all the ones on the side of the cabin where she saw they saw it too they screamed they ran to the corner of the one of the cabin and their brother who happened to be on the bed that was underneath the window didn't notice because he was facing them and he you know got startled by why they were screaming and he turned around and looked and here it did again just stand there staring at them and uh, he, he just got shocked for a bit you know jumped and just seen something there because he wasn't expecting it um so he jumped up and um at some time ago uh, one of our past you know um relatives got a one of the US sabers so just had to be there and uh, so he got grabbed that and he went to his to the fire stove there and put some ash on the on the sword and on himself and he told the next oldest brother um to you know lock the door when he comes out to open it until he till he he comes back so he goes out and as he goes up they close the door and they're so scared they put like dirty put you know chairs dirty bags of clothes um you know front of the door because this is a wiggly door um so they're just there in the, in, you know, sitting in the cabin and um, not knowing what's going on. So at some point, someone comes back and they think they hear their, their brother, but they're kind of scared if, whether it's actually him or if it's something else imitating him. Um, but eventually, they, you know, they pick up the table, we're scared of one of our brothers and what's not be out there because he would beat them up. Um, so they opened it and they let him in and he didn't say anything that night, but he just told him to just go to sleep and he'll stay up for a bit. Um, so they all sleep, and it wasn't until the next day, um, around noon, when he finally revealed something happened. He said that as he ran out, he was going toward where there was a window, and it was walking toward the door at that time. And I guess it wasn't expecting him to be out there, so it it, it noticed he got jumped, you know, shot. Right. So it ran into Bob down, um, I think, back to east. Yeah, it's hidden back east. It was like west. And that, heading that way, there's a, it goes downhill. And my mom said that when they, when they run, it sounds like a horse running, something very, very heavy. And she heard it run down that way, so he chased after it. And it, he just, you know, because he, he was never afraid of them. I, uh, my mom said he was never afraid of uh, the steelworkers. Right. So he chased it, and eventually he managed to corner it and chase it into a fallen tree. Where had still, you know, a lot of branches, and it crawled underneath there, and he ran toward it, you know, trying to jab it with his sword. And at some point, he lost he lost sight of it, um, but then he noticed a mouse, and he just had this impression that that wasn't a mouse because he couldn't see anything else in there, so he tried to stomp on it. But it was just he said that he just he would his leg would feel heavy when they would try to purposely try to step on it. Right. He just, whatever he could, he couldn't hurt, put him in harm to it. So eventually he lost track of it in the tree again, and he decided to pay a lot of head back um, to the cabin. And that's where he stayed up that night. Um, yeah, so that was, I know I kind of slimmed it down from my down to it's easier when you speak orally. Right. But um, that was that story. Um, my mom, you know, she was out there, so she had a lot of stories about stuff. And always at night, she said that they'd always, they would have routine before before night comes, they would put on their protection medicine, right. and they would and they would feed the dogs bees, because um, they she said that would make them more aggressive in protecting the house because they would get be so scared. Right. So they always started 
they always did it the night time because they always knew something would come around, especially once their um, mother and um, stepdad wasn't there. Let, let me ask you a question. Now you say they yeah. all, would always come around. Why? Why do? Why do you think that they picked your your mom and her brothers and sisters particularly to come around? And I believe you that it happens at night. Yeah, because that's when they prowl. Yeah. But why do you think yeah. that it singled them out? Well, I think because you know, you know, I'm sure you've heard, heard, heard said that there's there's always at least one in the family, whether it's you know extended or there's so much someone who knows someone that's in the family, right? Um, and but in this particular family, my grandma happened to be pretty rich in land, oh. and yes, you know, it's they, their motivation to do things is, is to jealousy, greed. You know, they want to take. Right. And my grandmother happened to be possession of the land, so that's always in our in our family. It's always been about the land. Um, they would try to get rid of her or scare us, you know, whenever we have a had interest in trying to go back up there and fix things up. Right. Um, so that in that case, they would always, whether it be, you know, someone else who that was jealous of my grandma, would want to come around and just scare the kids just, just because. Right. Right. And yeah. I, we we did, uh, you know, I've, I we know a lot of people that, are native and, and that's one of the things that i was always told that you know if you're wealthy the, the jealousy does play a part in them singling you out mm. and uh right it, it plays a big part right so and, yeah and you know even today you know right. it, it's in any culture jealousy is a big thing you you oh yeah if you're successful other people want what you got right yeah yeah now, I know we've talked about skinwalkers previously, and, you know, they're a big topic because of the TV show Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, but we grew up hearing all these stories from since I was a young, a young boy. So to me, this isn't just folklore. This this is real stuff that happens out there. But you get yeah. you get people that may listen to this podcast and say, oh, wow, that's that was a great story. But. I don't think there's anything such as a shapeshifter or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, well, regardless of whether you believe in the supernatural aspect of it, the right. thought of someone naked wearing, wearing an animal pelt roaming around, right? that, that's so sweet yet as in itself. Yeah, you know? you're right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, and, and I think a, a lot of people, uh, as they say on in... Our part of the land, the Billy Ganas, that they really don't, uh, they don't really believe in this, and they think it's you know a bunch of hokey pokey. And uh, but you get some that do live on the reservation, and they do start believing because they've experienced things. Right. Now, yeah. Yeah. Now a, a lot of these people who don't believe, uh, they they didn't grow up in this area w with us. We grew up with it firsthand. Right. Uh, most of our friends were natives, so we've heard these stories since day one. Right. And uh, a lot of the people who don't, they're these people who believe that if science can't explain it, it can't be real or right. true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, I I just thought that story you said was it it, it caught my attention because I was like oh my god yes I, I know exactly what that thing was <laughs> yeah and when, when you told me the story about the well when you said the part where he had like his face painted in clay that that reminded me of a story I, I have a friend from uh, <clears throat> where is he from maybe maybe it's Salee the Salee area. But they were doing some yeah. some road work deep in the res, and you know sometimes they would sleep in their cars because they didn't have time to go home and come back. He woke up one morning, and there was somebody outside painted white, just staring at him. You know, the, just as yeah. you explained, it, it was all it was like a white mud. He said 
same thing crazy hair uh it's it just crazy that right. you know that that just struck a bell right there because i've heard that story before well a similar one right yeah, yeah there's always a core similarity between all these stories um um you know there's and it's like it's something that's pretty common out uh, there which is you know whenever i i'm um you know go on youtube and find surgical you know, because you can really tell who actually experienced and he just kind of just play on the word itself to attract you know viewers right. and just make it something randomly spooky right um because yeah yeah that's um as you said that um that reminded me of one quick one quick small story okay. uh, you know you heard the 264 right you know you know that one the who? Um, between Gallup and... Oh, 264? The 264, the high. used to yeah. be triple six? Yeah, yeah, that used to be triple six. No, no, that's... Yeah, that's, um, yeah 264? No, no, that's four... 264 is one that goes east to west, which is actually... Oh, okay. Um, 252, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. So... Well, yeah, because you reminded me of... Um, yeah, sorry. You reminded me of, a, of a, one of my mom's cousins was driving back in Ganado and he got sleepy, so he pulled over on the side of the road and was about to go to sleep. Right. But, and then he heard a tapping on the window. So he looked up and he saw like a hand, a human hand. Right. But it was muddy looking. And, like he could see, it's like a, a coyote ears, a dog ears, he said, he said. And that's all he saw was his ears and the hand tapping. And he made like a coughing noise and the hand shot down, but the ears, they got perked as if, you know, my dog hears something. Right. Mm -hmm. So he was, you know, simply just trying to get his keys, and as soon as he got the keys, he jumped up and set up the truck and just took off from there. Wow, I don't. You know, I don't it's not always, yeah. And you know, it's not always something very. It's like some of these small towns like that it happens too. It's not something very um, long or torturous, but you know, they just out there running around. Yes. Right. I. I. That reminds me. I was watching a program and. They talked about a skinwalker story, and but it, it involved two native boys and a, and a white boy, and they were out of Farmington, and they were talking about driving some of the roads up there. Yeah. And, and they took an, a random road, and they came across a skinwalker. Now, they said this skinwalker was, like, crouched down in the middle of the road, like it was eating on something. Uh, you know, yeah. I, that I don't know, but anyway, their story was that, you know, it... it it pursued them, and no matter how fast they drove, uh, it kept up with them. Well, to make the long story short, they eventually came out of the road, and when they were got onto the secondary road, there was a Navajo Nation police that pulled them over. And when they told them, you know, that there's a skinwalker chasing us, and he didn't think twice. He just said, well, follow me. And he, you know, yeah. they, they were hauling ass out of the area, and... The, the white kid said once they got, he saw the lights of Farmington, he was so relieved. And then they immediately drove to one of the native uh, kid's house and he ran inside and grabbed an amulet or it was something his grandmother gave him. And he said, you need to take this or it's going to find you. And, yeah. And I was, I was like, wow, that's, that was crazy too. So, you know, you, you're right. There's a lot of similarities to these stories, but I... Truly, myself, I believe they're true. Um, I know when I was a young teenager and I would go out to Window Rock area that yeah, I would get, you know, driving home alone, I would get scared. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a different ballgame at night. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
No, that was that was interesting. That now, was. now we have a, a a Navajo man that married into our family. He married our cousin, and um, he he shares a lot of stories with us, and uh, not old stories. I mean, stuff that's happening today, stuff that he sees because he go, he's a mechanic, so he goes out on the reservation, out on the interstate, mm. and, and he sees a lot of stuff and. He's even shared some pictures with us. Now he he wouldn't give us the pictures, but he showed us them, mm. and it's just it's mind blowing. It's it's crazy. It was. I was like, "Are you serious?" It did freak me out. I thought, "Wow, if if I would have saw that on the side of the road, I definitely want to stop." <laughs> no. Yeah, that's and you know, that's completely crazy because um, whenever we try to take a picture, um, we are arguing. Like, my mom has always been in person. Right. Um. But whenever, like, I, had her, I took her friend out there and she tried to take her of their footprint. But the, foot, the footprint came out blurry. It, you know, no matter how many times we took it, there was something bending a clarity of the footprint. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Because uh, there's a, a distinction between that. Because you know, sometimes they take, you know, the canine footprint. But there's a, you can really tell the difference between, you know, where the dog and their, um, the dog print that's there. Mm-hmm, it's a little right. over and it doesn't look natural. Um, but that's crazy that he was able to take a picture it wasn't a clear picture i'll tell you that it it wasn't okay. it wasn't clear <laughs> it had some blur to it but you could you could make it out it, one thing that stuck out in in my mind is uh it was it, it kind of looked like a coyote right on two legs but th- yeah the the arms and stuff it's not like they were fully transformed or something. They were bone. Oh, okay. Wow, it, it just—it was crazy. It was—it it was a good picture. But right. Like I said, he, he wouldn't give it to us, but he let us see it. And if it was photoshopped, mm. it was a damn good job. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Definitely. But we we want to thank you for coming on. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, no problem. And uh, I'll probably reach out to you and have you on again in a couple of weeks if you don't mind. Yeah. No, I have, I have lots of stories. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. we'd love to hear them, especially for us because they, you know, they hit home with us because we're we're pretty much from the same neck of the woods. We grew up uh, in similar ways. We've heard a lot of the same stories. That's right. That's yeah. right. And I'm, I'm, we're definitely going to publish this one. Yeah, yeah. We, we finally got somebody uh, close to home, right? Yeah, so so yeah, and and you know someone's going to hear from you who lives in in the reservation and who is native, and they're going to maybe think that we ain't so crazy after all, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But definitely, hey, thanks for coming on. We're going to let you go now, and uh, I appreciate you coming on and sharing with us. Yeah, thanks, Corey. We yeah, appreciate no it. All right, I'll be I'll be reaching out to you. All right, looking forward to it. All right, thanks. You're welcome. So that's pretty good. That was a good story. Really good. Uh, I like his insights, uh, and we finally got a firsthand. uh, We always talk about skinwalkers and stuff that goes on in the reservation, stuff we grew up with. But uh, I'm glad Corey came on and a firsthand story from his mother. That's right. No, I've read several stories from him. This is the one that I reached out to him because of the, excuse me, the Skinwalker story. But 
It just it just caught my attention, and you know, Corey, thanks for coming on. I do appreciate it, and you just help solidify some of the things we have said about skinwalkers, because it's coming from a native, right. from someone that has family members that have experienced it. Right. And some of some of the attributes that we talked about: jealousy, envy. What you know, it, you just verified that that is what these creatures do, and that's why they target some people right. and not others. Um, and it was a good story. Thanks. Yep. Thank yep. you, Corey. And that was, we definitely need to have him back. I yep. know he has other stories and uh, I'm, I'm going to read some of them now that you sent me the link. Right. And yeah, we definitely need to have him back. Yeah, I know that good story. And for those of you listening, you know, uh, if you have a story like that, send it to us, you know, or contact us. We'd love to have you on and you tell your story just as Corey's done, as Randy's done, and as... Jimmy's, Jimmy's done. done. So, you know, we're really looking forward to getting let's, more people yeah, to come not, on. Let's not forget Storm. That's and right. Tammy. Storm, Tammy, who were our first guests. Uh, In our infancy. Yes. This is when <laughs> we first started out. And a big shout out to both of you guys. We appreciate it. But th that's this is what our podcast is about. Right. Uh, now that we have the technology, we want to hear your story. Of course, we're going to do podcasts where we talk about uh, things solo, but it's always best to get that other point of view from another person. Right. The firsthand stories are what we like. That's right. Firsthand. That, that's now, great. We're trying to get a, another guest. Uh, we're trying to get the big man himself, Bigfoot, but you wouldn't believe how hard it is to locate him. Well, I, I hear he's he's doing commercials now for... Jack's Links. Yep, Jack's Links. And, they had that mattress and, one. And yeah. Geico. Daryl. 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 Yep. You know, he's... He's, he's big time. He's yeah, ho he's Hollywood bound yeah. people. We we joke around a lot, but on on a serious note, we do believe we've had our own experiences and yes, on the serious note, and we want to hear yours. Now I've never had a skinwalker experience. No, that that I could say no, that hasn't that hasn't come to fruition, and uh, you know I don't know if I want to have one of those. Maybe from a distance, right? Maybe I'd, not directly, you know, toward me, but I'd like to see one. Right, I. Uh, I'll stick to the stories. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was a good story. And once again, thanks, Corey. So what'd you think? I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I, I want to hear more of his stories. I, I do too. And like I said, I've read a couple of stories and I'm like, yeah. And he said he has many more to tell. So I'm like, we will reach out to you so that you could give our listeners more of these stories. Cause right. It, and, and if you guys have a question for Corey, email us and... He will be in contact with Corey. So I def I'll definitely shoot him the question. And then next time we have him on, he could answer live. Uh, that's right. That's right. So that was, that was a good show tonight. Good show. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, I think uh, that's going to do it for tonight. And, uh, you know, it's a little short, but... Short and sweet, like they say. Well, well, the, 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 the best thing is you got the story from Corey, and that was firsthand. Right. And, uh, you know, we could just ramble on and, and make nonsense, but you, this, you heard the story. Right. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. And like we always say, let us know how we're doing. And uh, reach out to us because that's what we really want. Reach out, reach out and touch someone. That's right. So <laughs> thanks for listening. Peace out. Peace.